Lauren XOXO, bitch, bitch, bitch. What's up guys? Welcome to this week's episode of Lauren XOXO and Friends. And before we get into this episode, I just want to say thank you guys so much for tuning in weekly. I was, you know, sitting back thinking about like where I started and how I ended 2017. And it was my first year of podcasting. And I had ended the year with like 8,000 plays and I was ecstatic like I was like oh my god like I just thought that was so amazing and and now I'm ending this year with more than 80,000 plays in total and you know it's like when you start something and you kind of just like put yourself out there and you don't know how it's gonna go and you're just like I, I hope something cool happens and then it actually grows and people love it and people hit you up and everyone's in constant support it's like it feels even more better like it kind of just makes you want to keep going and never want to give up and just I don't know I just feel really blessed so thank you to all of you who have made this year for Lauren XOXO and friends like really amazing I want to say thank you to every co-host who has come on this show like I don't think there's there has ever been a time where someone has outright said like no not gonna be on the show like anytime I've reached out to someone they have been more than happy to be on the show and like I love that I love that I have been able to, you know, introduce so many people to other listeners around the world. And I feel like 2019 is going to be better. It's going to be, no, I feel like 2019 is going to be better because I am, For okay, so for the past few weeks, I kind of, let me think. So I was supposed to do a show last week, but I really wasn't feeling it. December's has always been like a hard month for me, and it's because my birthday is in January. And I don't know why, but getting older always freaks me out a little bit. And not in like a, like I don't feel like I'm behind in life or anything like that. Like I've always kind of, like I've always been patient and I've always had the mindset like as long as you're doing the work don't like don't don't connect age with anything like just do the work you need to do and everything else will fall into place but I am turning 30 in January and I don't know it just freaks me out like I feel so blessed that you know God has continued to let me be on this earth for all of these years but I'm just always like I never thought like you know, even someone being like, how old are you? And I'm like 30. I'm like, ah, but I don't know. I think that's me. I think I'm just all in my head, but I just didn't think I would get here so fast. Like I remember when I was like 21, I remember, you know, I don't know. I'm weird like that, but I feel really, you know, blessed and So anyway, so last week I was supposed to do an episode and I just didn't feel like doing it. Like I really just wanted to relax. Um, All of you guys know I work in the buying field. So the holidays is always like just a lot. And 
you know, I'm a buyer for a sex toy company. And like, yes, I be sitting at my desk stressed the fuck out over dildos and vibrators and things like that. And I think it's so funny, but like, I'm literally going crazy. You know, I'm hassling vendors trying to get stock in. And after a while, it just gets like really exhausting sometimes. So I just kind of wanted to like pull back and relax and I was actually gonna try to like skate through the new year and like not have a show but one of my listeners DM me like uh is iTunes broke it, did something happen with the show because yeah you didn't you didn't put anything up and I hear her back and I was just like yeah I just been a little you know going through things like mentally lately been kind of just just really not feeling it but um I had told her I was like you know what and she was just like yo we love the show like whatever you're going through like you'll be alright like but you know the show is something that me and my friends look forward to weekly I was like oh like thank you because I guess I've been kind of like going back and forth with myself and like just trying to figure out like what I should add to the show what I should take away from the show like how can I kind of just like keep people interested and so you know I was I hit her up about that too I was like I just want to make the show better like I don't want to feel like I'm at a standstill I want to continue to grow with you guys I wanted to continue to give you guys good content like I just want to you know I want to keep my listeners and I also want to um, bring on new listeners. And she was like, yeah, I totally get it. She's like, but me and my friends love the show and we look forward to it. So, you know, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Like, or I guess, isn't that the saying? If it's not broke. Yeah. If it's not broke, don't fix it. And I was like, yeah. So shout out to the listener. Like, I feel like she brought a lot of clarity to me and she also made me like get off my ass and be like, I need to do a new show, and I also didn't want you guys to think I was, like, ending the show or anything, because, like, now nah, I love this show, like, I'm here, but I do think sometimes it's good to, like, take breaks and to just pull back a little bit, and I always feel like shit, like, when it's Wednesday and I'm not posting a show, I feel fucking horrible, I'm like, this feels weird, like, I, you know, I just don't like it. So, yeah, she was like, bro, you got to close 2018 out. And I was like, yeah, I do got to close 2018 out. So here I am. It's Saturday morning. I'm sitting down with a face mask and conditioner in my hair. And I'm like, all right, it's time for me to record a show. So this is going to be the last show of 2018. And I am going to, I think I'm going to take two weeks off and come back the third week of January, um, because I really do want to introduce a few new things to the show, but I don't know, like, how I want to go about it, so I have a lot of, like, thinking and work to do, and I'm also working on, like, other things separate from the podcast in my life that I really want to get together, so it's just a lot, and sometimes I feel so overwhelmed, and I think when you're overwhelmed with a bunch of shit, I think sometimes it's easier to do nothing, like, it's easier to just be like, all right, like, I just need to relax, turn Netflix on, like, chill out until I get my mind in order, 
So I think that's what I've been doing for the past few weeks. Um, but I'm here. And I'm not going anywhere. And I'm, you know, I feel like t- 2019 is going to be super, super, super lit. Um, let me see. Do I have any updates? As far as therapy, my last therapy. I didn't go to therapy this week. I went to therapy last week. My therapist is was on vacation this week. Um, the last time I met with her, we just went over goals. And at first for 2019, like, you know, I always do like this crazy list of goals, but I was laying in bed one night and I was like, you know what? I want to simplify shit. Like I just, I want to keep it minimal and I want to keep it like just really just, I just don't want to have just like this long list of shit that like, I'm going to lag on. Like, if I could just come up with, like, three things and stick to those three things, then I'll feel good about it. So, one of my goals was to, like, take my power back. And this year, specifically, like, 2018 was a fucking rough year for me. And I feel like I handled it gracefully. Like, I was going through a lot of shit, and I kind of never... I was getting, like subbed on Instagram and I was going through shit at home in my apartment I had a roommate but I have since um now I had lived by myself God is like so good to me um I was just going through shit like mentally um just just not feeling it and so I kind of felt like 2018 like really beat me up and kind of really like took a lot of energy out of me and I took the high road with a lot of shit and I felt really good about it like I kind of I don't know I don't think I let people see me sweat like I feel like I handled it as best as I could through all the bullshit so I feel really good about that. But like I said, I feel like it really beat me up. I feel like it took like it took a lot out of me. My confidence was like really low. I think the only thing that kind of kept me pushing was like going to the gym 5 days a week and like working on my body and seeing all the changes. I think that's one of the things that kind of like kept my hope alive because I was like it's either two things that you could do when you're down and out. Um especially like when it comes to food, you're either going to overeat and like gain weight and you know just bury yourself in like all the delicious donuts and pasta and amazing shit or you're going to go to the gym and take your frustrations out at the gym and I I did that and so I'm really happy I did that because years prior to that like I would just eat eat whatever I wanted, not care, but no, like, this year, one of the things that I stuck with was the gym, and I feel like that was such a proud moment for me, um, so yeah, so I was telling my therapist how I just wanted to take my power back with me, just, like, in general, I haven't been feeling myself, I haven't been feeling my look, I mean, I've never been a person who, like, took too many pictures or posted myself on Instagram or anything like that, but, like, I was really just, not like I hated everything in my closet and yeah I just I wasn't I wasn't really happy with me and so working on myself in 
you know, taking my power back is just like me waking up every day and being committed to just being happy and being committed to myself and being committed to all of the things that make me feel good about me. And so I want to get back to that because I feel like I'm no longer in the negative space I've, I was in like all, I'm going to say from like January to October, all of those months, every day, basically every fucking day, I was in a rut. I was angry. I was going through shit. I was in frustration and there was nothing I could do about it. Like, or the, whatever I could do about it, like, I would do, but, man, I, like, I've, one day I'll feel comfortable, like, speaking on it and speaking on the story, but, like, I don't feel like I would know how to talk about a situation without being petty, without being a bitch, so when I find, like, a better way to explain myself without seeming or sounding like a dickhead or being a petty person, maybe I'll maybe I'll talk about it but I was like really unhappy and I could I will say that one of the one of the positive moments of those months was my podcast was you know having new people on the show was making was building relationships with people who had been on the show and you know just yeah I feel like that was like a positive moment or just getting all of the dms from you guys who listen weekly telling me like how much you love the show how much you appreciate it and like how much I've helped you with certain areas and of your life and that really helped me because all that time like I was going through shit like real shit and was over it and so After October, I was still feeling a bit overwhelmed, but I finally felt like I could uh, exhale. I finally felt like I could breathe. And then I feel like I started, like, you know, feeling back to normal a little bit. My mom came to town for, like, a month and a half during that time. And that felt really nice because she really did help me get through some things and I like I felt like if she wasn't there during um the time that she came I would have I would have flipped my shit so I felt like really blessed to have her and say all that to say this you never know what people are going through so be nice to people and that is why I appreciated all of your comments and shit like that because I felt like Again, I didn't really express, like, how unhappy I was and what I was going through and how I was feeling. But, like, just getting so much love made me feel so good. So, thank you all for that. Um, And so, yeah. So, for 2019, taking my power back is, like, number one in all areas in life. And then I think my second goal is, like, just fitness. Like fitness, fitness, fitness. I want to, right now I'm doing 28 days of fitness, but I'm only doing it with myself. So for like 28 days, I have to do something fitness related for at least 30 minutes. Um, And I go to the gym like five days a week. So I guess the days that I don't go to the gym, I'll just like do abs at home or something like that. And I don't know if I thought of a third goal yet. So I don't know. But... My two main ones are taking my power back and fitness, fitness, fitness. Like, I was telling 
uh, one of my best friends, Dawn, I'm like, bro, I really feel like this time come next year, we're going to be in, like, the best shape of our lives. Like, if we keep this shit up, if we keep doing what we need to be doing, we're really going to reap the benefits of all of this hard work. So I'm, like, really excited to to keep, like, hitting the gym and to keep seeing, like, these changes in my body because I feel like every day like I find something new or I feel stronger and I feel more confident so yeah that's that on that um let's get into a few topics I feel like this show is going to be a little short because it's just me by myself talking rambling um I feel like let me think the past few weeks in media I don't know it's been a lot like all of the other podcasts, like, they've covered Cardi B and Migos. Um, seems like they're getting back together. He spoiled her rotten for Christmas, which, you know, he had to do. I feel like I saw a lot of people getting spoiled for Christmas, and I loved it. Like, not even celebrities, just, like, regular, everyday people. And I was like, I like this. Like, this, this is beautiful it's amazing I saw a lot of tears I saw a lot of people happy I saw a lot of kids um super excited and like I just love that so I hope y'all got spoiled for Christmas I didn't get spoiled for Christmas I spoiled myself for Christmas like I've been treating myself to everything new clothes new perfume new shoes new expensive ass candles that like I would never ever buy in life but now I feel like I'm addicted to them and I'm gonna have a $70 candle habit um I've really been spoiling myself and like enjoying it and loving it and uh it's gonna hit me when I get my Amex bill so that's that on that but yeah I loved it I just feel like I've just saw everyone just I've you know, people were getting cars and they were giving their parents cars. I'm like, I can't wait to get my mom a car. Her her dream car is a Porsche. And I was like, I got to do that for her one day. I'm not there yet, but one day I'm definitely going to. I hope I could do that for her. B2K announced that they're having a Millennium Tour. And I feel like I know we're all excited. So it's going to be B2K, Pretty Ricky. I live for Pretty Ricky. Like, even though they're all washed now, um, except for the one who has his own tech company, he doesn't look crazy. Uh, But the other ones look crazy. But I'm still very fucking excited because when I was like 13, 14, 15, Pretty Ricky was like me and my friends shit and even though all of the songs were like disgusting if my mom had known that I was listening to shit like that she would have died on the inside because uh all of the songs pretty ricky have are disgusting and they're all about sex literally um so I'm really excited about that Mario I think Mario is like so fun I've always felt like he was very underrated um so I'm excited to hear him saying I could hear your heart crying out for me because that's my shit uh Yin Yang Twins I grew up listening to Yin Yang Twins I grew up in the south so like um 
all of their shits is like my jam and I have them on I have like this early 90s early 2000s gym playlist and I have a bunch of like yin yang twin songs on there so I'm excited about that Lloyd I think that's going to be amazing and Chingy you know Chingy's gonna be good like I've mm, you know he could probably open up yeah like Chingy could open up then then Mario then Lloyd no but it's like I don't know how long I want to hear the Ying Yang Twins even though I love them you know what we're gonna let them do all of that shit but I'm really excited for this tour and I was texting Dawn I was like listen we need jersey dresses we need air forces uh we need cornrows we need we might have to do airbrush t-shirts uh we just really need jabos you know uh I remember we were wearing do do any of y'all remember those knee-high Timberland boots I want to see those like let's really take it there those were really fucking popular. We need crimps. Crimps are everything. Twisties in the front, crimps in the back. Let's really make that night a night to where we go back to the good old days. Please. Like, let's just be fucking extra as fuck. And show these new 19-whatever-year-olds, like, nah, the shit y'all listening to is bullshit. Like, this, this was it. This was it. So, I'm fucking excited. I cannot wait. I think the dates are going to be posted on the 31st of December. So, I'm getting my tickets. Like, that's one of those things I can't miss. And I feel like there are a few concerts. I was like, I wanted to go to them, but I flaked on them. I really wanted to go to Travis Scott concert because he announced new dates. But I'm not going to hold you. If he performs at the Super Bowl, I'm not with nothing. And Dawn was like, maybe he's going to do some, like, super black shit. I was like, you know, I don't see it. I don't see it. I don't see Travis Scott being socially conscious. I also think Travis Scott and Maroon 5 are very weird. I don't think it makes sense. I don't know where it's coming from. I don't, you know, I don't know. But I don't see Travis Scott, like, making an effort to you know, do anything, like, for the community, anything, like, I don't see it, especially, you know, there was a clip going around with, uh, from, I guess, like, 2014 with him talking about, uh, Mike Brown and how maybe he deserved what he got and we don't know and how black people love focusing on the negative and just, like, all of this crazy shit and I was just like, whoa, like what so I really wanted to go to his concert but you know I can't support it like I'm really at a point where uh I cannot separate the celebrity from um their art you are what you are I'm not not doing it I'm not supporting it so I'm a little bummed because I I really did want to go to the concert and it was in Barclays. I was like, this shit gonna be rocking. No. 
Well, it's gonna be rocking, just not with me there. Um, Trey Songs and Lori Harvey confirmed their relationship. At first, I was like, "Oh, it's like cute," but then I realized like Lori Harvey is twenty one, and I, I, me and Dawn were talking about it, and I was like, "How old is Trey Songs? Trey Songs is thirty four. That's disgusting." What are y'all even talking about? Like, celebrity shit aside, what could a 34-year-old man be talking to a 20-year-old woman about? That's nasty. I don't care what nobody say. I don't, yes, they're both grown-ups. It's still nasty. Mm-mm. I'm not here for it. But they here for it, so I guess it don't matter. And then one of Trey Song's... Um, porn star girlfriends came out putting him on blast because she was like that's so weird because we were literally just dating last week and I was like I I wouldn't take Trey Song serious like honestly when I heard Lori Harvey was dating Trey Songs, I was like why Trey Songs? like I, honestly when Meek Mill would have been like I got Lori Harvey on my wish list like I'd have pulled up on Meek Mill like, I, I don't know. I feel better about Meek Mill than I feel about Trey Songz. That's just me personally. I think Trey Songz is very attractive. I just, I, I've never, you know, I don't see it for Trey Songz. Like, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I just thought it was weird. I think it's even weirder again that she's 21 and he's 34. I mean, not the first or the last time will an OD grown-ass man feel comfortable dating someone who's very young. It happens every single day. I just think it's nasty. That's just me. Um, Bone Thugs and Harmony versus Migos and 21 Savage. I have no words. <laughs> like, Bone Thugs and Harmony made it. So, let's take it back. Migo said that they were the best uh, music group ever. I think hip hop group ever. Which, we all know ain't true. Like, Migos is cool, but like, my nigga, y'all not outcast. Y'all are not, you know, like the Dungeon family. Y'all are not. Uh, the logs, y'all, and like there are just so many just people who are like super influential. Um, and I do think Migos is influential for now, you know, but I don't think that they are the best hip hop duo, like, or they're not a duo, they're a trio. Um, no, that's not true. We all know that's not true. I don't think there even needs to be a conversation on that. Like, mentally, like, I don't think anyone looked at those comments and was like, yo, they right. Like, them niggas is the best of all time. No. They're way more better, way more lyrical, just like, just way more amazing um, groups out there. Well, maybe not out there now, but from back in the day. So, Lazy Bone felt the way about it. And he had made a video on Instagram where he was basically like, you know, 
that comment is not true. You're wrong. Actually, Bone Thugs and Harmony was the best. And I'm not going to lie, Bone Thugs, I don't think you guys are the best. Like, I just don't. I'm sorry. I think y'all were great. Uh, y'all definitely had hits. But the best? No. Not the best. I think the best could be debated on. Definitely. I like I'm even sitting down like you know I don't know who the best was but I don't think people would say Bone Thugs and Harmony was the best either so like that comment is not true either um and then 21 Savage entered the conversation so I think Offset replied back to Lazy Bone and then 21 Savage replied back to Lazy Bone too and I don't know there's something about 21 Savage that just like gets me really scared like I just feel like okay him and Kodak Black like if I was ever you know laying in my bed in the middle of night like sleep and I turned on my lights and like those are two faces that popped up I promise to god I'd be scared of the motherfucker like them them niggas look evil they look scary like I wouldn't even want no beef with 21 Savage because he looks like like no fucks given is his middle name I'm not doing it so then another bone, because I don't know if it was Busy Bone, Lazy Bone, I don't know the names of the other bones, but he came on talking about, you don't want this, and then he had a gun, he pulled the gun, I was like, wait, 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 what's going on, like, all of this because these niggas said they was the best? Do you really think, like, no, nobody is thinking about Migos? thinking like nobody gives a fuck we know them niggas ain't the best like I really hate when people kind of I really hate sometimes when celebrities like hear something from another celebrity and then like what happened when Jacquees said he was the king of R&B I didn't even think anyone else needed to comment on that because I just felt like you know that nigga is not the king of R&B. He's not even close like to to be the king of R&B millions of people would have had to like you know, gotten pregnant to your songs. Your your songs should be at every fucking wedding. Your songs should be played at every inf- fucking engagement party. Like, Jacquees isn't nowhere close to that. We don't even, you know, when you think about the people like Keith Sweat and sorry to fucking say like, R. Kelly, which I really want people to let this fucking man go. But some of y'all just can't. Um, when You know, when you think about all of the greats out there. And what they have done for music. What they have like. You know, we're here because of, you know, Blackstreet, uh, Drew Hill, Jodeci, um... You know, the list just goes on and on and on. You know, niggas not going to be here, like, for Jacquees. Just because of a Jacquees song. Come on, bro. Jacquees is not going to be played at weddings uh, 50 years from now. 20 years from now. No. Why comment on it? Who gives a fuck? Come on. It's like, I I really do hate when older artists kind of get themselves like, oh, you know, 
mad about shit that these newer artists who don't know like shit about like their work at their work ethic and like all of the doors they open and so they're just making these bullshit ass comments like nah just let them niggas speak out their mouth because you're gonna look even crazier when you come on uh instagram with a gun talking about let's let's meet up i'll keep up like if you really want to go meet up like find a way to meet up with the nigga like why, why are you doing all these videos you're not scaring me and i know for sure as hell you're not scaring 21 savage like i don't think there's too many things 21 savage is scared of because he did an interview on The Breakfast Club where he was like, you know, I'm not even scared to die. Like, if a nigga had a gun to my head, I'm not going to plead for my life. And I was like, you know what? I believe it. So, I thought that was, like, really funny. I'm just like, this is so stupid. Moving along, um, Wendy Williams... Uh, husband allegedly allegedly got his side chick pregnant. Now I think it was like last year where they I guess paparazzi had actually caught him out with his side chick but apparently the side chick has been around for like years and they were saying that Wendy Williams has like now she's having health issues and they don't know the future of the show and whatever and a lot of celebrities were, like, making videos basically on some, like, what comes around goes around. Are you going to talk about your uh, husband and his new baby on the way and all this other shit? And you know, I really do feel like one, one of the things that I never really liked about Wendy Williams is I really do feel like she dished shit like a motherfucker, like, would really go in on celebrities, would go in on all of their shit, but... When all of these stories came out about her husband and his infidelities, she kind of, she never wanted to talk about it. And I think, I, I truly think do think it's bullshit to, you know, do all your work into other people and their shit. So when it's time for um, your shit to come out, you don't have nothing to say. When it's time for your shit to come out, you don't want it to get out. You want to keep it private. You want to keep it in the family. You want to do all this. Nah, fuck out of here. If you're gonna give, if you're gonna dish shit, you need to know how to take it. That's how I feel, and I, you know, I, I truly do feel like what comes around does go around. I feel like she's done a lot of bullshit. I feel like she's done a lot of fucked up shit to people. And now look, now all your, all your husband's infidelities is out. They're out there, and if this woman is pregnant, it's just like, damn. You was spending all the time talking about everybody else. Meanwhile, y'all nigga having a good old time with the next bitch. As my girl Nini, cause as my girl Nini say, you never win when you play dirty. So I don't know. They're saying they don't know when the show is gonna come back. Apparently, she's like been talking to people in rooms, but nobody's in the room. Like crazy shit. And I remember Charlemagne because Charlemagne. Y'all know Charlemagne used to work with Wendy Williams, and then uh, they ended up firing Charlemagne. But I feel like if anyone knows Wendy Williams, it is Charlemagne. And way back when she had passed out, when she was dressed in that um, for the Halloween episode, when she was dressed as uh, Lady Liberty, she had passed out, and Charlemagne was like, "I think she back on drugs." And I was like, mm. 
I would hope not. Like, he was like, you know, maybe it's not like the heavy drugs she was using, but maybe it could be on pills and shit like that. And maybe that's true. Like, maybe she's been abusing pills. Maybe she's going through a lot of shit in her life, and maybe it's just taking a toll on her. I also think her body was shaped mad weird. Like, your titties is fucking huge, and your waist is, like, mad small. So it's like... I don't know. I hope she's okay. I hope, you know, if her husband did get someone pregnant, she kicks that nigga to the curb. Unless that's something she want to deal with. Because, you know, sometimes people accept shit like that. And they're okay with shit like that. And Wendy was her husband have been together forever. I heard he was, like, beating her all types of crazy stories. So, she probably used to the bullshit. And she'll probably stay. I hope she doesn't. Because I think it's bullshit and I think it's disgusting but also can't help what people want to deal with so that's that on that Libra Galore re-announced her pregnancy uh if you all remember a few weeks ago her and P the guy who manages the uh the guy who manages Migos they've been dating I think she said they've been dating since this summer and he he has another woman pregnant right now and but he never like talked about it never posted that he had the other woman pregnant or whatever I guess they got into it so he then posted a picture of the other woman pregnant and he like confirmed the pregnancy so then he took that down and then he put up a picture of Lyra Galore at the doctor getting an ultrasound done saying she's capping we in love and then Lira Galore put up a post like, that could mean anything, I'm not pregnant. And then on Christmas Day, she put up a post like, I am pregnant. And I just wanted to protect you from the world and me and daddy planned you and all of this other shit. So, you know, I just, if I met a man, because she said that she knew that the other woman was pregnant. If I met a man... And he had a baby on the way. First of all, I feel like me personally, if I met a man, he had a baby on the way. I'd be like, that's just weird to me. Because I guess in my mind, I'm like, you still kind of have to give energy to this woman. Like, y'all have a kid on the way. I would hope you was hitting her up, making sure she was good. I hope you was going to the doctor with her. Like, I would hope you were doing all of these things. And I think that would make me personally feel uncomfortable that they were spending so much time together. And then maybe, you know, who knows when the baby comes in the world, they might find love again or whatever it was, whatever they had. Right. Because you don't like these men who live these like rock star lifestyles and have like 20 different girlfriends all at one time. They always feel like they could do whatever the fuck they want to do. Um, But I do know if I met a man, he had a kid on the way. Me having a kid by that man would not like be the, would not be at the top of my list. So you know, and I have a brother who's my age, and I'd be looking at my father all the time like, this is so fucking disgusting. Like you literally had two women pregnant at once, and I was um, I was just thinking about that. I was just like, and I don't like I don't know who got pregnant. Because I, I don't know my brother's birthday. Because um, I'm not 
close with all of my siblings on my father's side. So I don't know who got pregnant first. I don't know if my mom knew that another one was like, I, I don't know. But in this situation, she said she knew. So I was like, ew, like why? Why would you like, why would you want to get pregnant by a nigga who got a whole kid on the way and they're both like, I guess they say like they're both around the same, like it's just a weird story and I don't know, I guess we'll see it play out, but, and then apparently like. Lyra and the girl knew each other and they was cool with each other like it's really weird I was listening to the Joe Budden podcast and uh I think Ma was like why do these celebrity niggas like fuck all of the same bitches like literally like they literally passed the same woman around I was like yo that's mad true because I was reading something else and they were like Lyra Galore is an industry fiance and I was like that's mad true like I was just like wow I be wondering about these girls. I be like, y'all don't want to get like a football or basketball player that like don't nobody really know, but like they they have funds. Like the bags is secured. No, cause I feel like that would be me. I be like, yeah, right. I had I had my fun with you rapping niggas. Now I need to go to the football field. Now I need to go to the basketball court. Like I need you know. I I need to like I need me like a low key nigga. Because. P is only going to have more bitches and more kids. Like, I, I don't know if either of them women thought something would change. That nigga is not changing. When you know that you can have two women pregnant at the same time, do what you want to do, I ain't going to front. He spoiled the fuck out of Leo Galore on Christmas. It was nothing. She opened up about 20 Chanel boxes, and I was like, oh, that's nice. That would definitely make me forget about things for maybe like a few days. Because I'm an Aquarius. We don't forget about shit. Like, don't do fucked up shit to Aquarius. Because we not going to get over it. Ever. Ever, ever. Um, but, yeah. I was just like, wow, niggas really ain't shit. And, like, us as women, like, we really do let them. Like, this is why men all over the world think it's okay to do shit. Because they do whatever the fuck they want. And, like, women just take it for the sake of love for the sake of money for the sake of like having someone to sleep next to at night I was thinking to myself I was like I really do hope that one like I really want to see more women just leave men like just fuck you just so a man could truly know how it feels to lose the love of his life to lose his right hand and maybe he learned a lesson and then maybe when he saw his friend fucking up he'd be like nah like bro I lost the love of my life like if that woman is the love of your life the way you talk about her like don't do this fuck shit like because I know how it really feels to lose someone but these niggas don't know how it feels to lose shit they just know how it feels to gang 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 they know how it feels to apologize and get their bitch right back you get what I'm saying? Like, they they just, they never truly know what heartbreak feels like, ever. And I feel like more niggas need to feel that. Like, more niggas need to know what it feels like. So for someone to be like, for the woman, like, the woman that they love to be like, you did what? Oh, no. Mm-mm. 
I'm out. No explanations needed. No nothing. Pack my shit. I never talk to you again. You're blocked. I'm on a plane back home. Fuck this life. Peace. Like, I, I, I feel like if more men knew how they felt, they would stop the fuck shit. But because, you know, women let so much shit slide and, you know, an apology is so easy with a few Chanel bags or a Birkin or something like, or, you know, give me all of that shit. And then, like, I'm still going to leave. Like, I'm like, oh, my God, thanks for the gifts. Bye. And then you see me on vacation with a new nigga back in my same bag because I'm not letting these bags go. I don't know. That was me if that happened to me. But, yeah, I truly do feel like more men really um need to know what it feels like to lose their everything like truly like the woman who knew them best like their right hand I always feel like you know we still we still stay we still kind of like give them what they want you know even if it's just for an extra five years or for an extra few months like satisfaction doesn't make anyone change you know so that's why these niggas don't change. That's why they do whatever they do. You know, I feel like Cardi B and Amigos is gonna I'm the Amigos. Cardi B and Offset are gonna get back together. Um and it's just like, yeah, you know. Give him a few months to sort he fuck up again and do some fuck shit and then she like it's just it's just this back and forth. But I don't know. We're all our own people and we do what we wanna do. So, those are all the subjects that I have for this week. And as I said, this is the last episode for 2018. And 2019 is going to be lit. 2019, y'all are going to see more of me. I'm going to just... Everything's going to be great. Like, I'm putting that energy out there. And I feel like once you put that energy out there, you're only going to receive that. So, again, thank you guys for listening. Thank you for tuning in weekly. If you love this show, uh, please go on iTunes Podcast and leave a review. I really do appreciate it. I love your reviews. I love reading them. I feel like they give me so much insight and they just, they make my day. And I'm wishing all of you a happy new year. Write down your goals um, and every day make an effort to work towards them. And I truly feel like they will come true. Slowly but surely. It's not an overnight thing. And again, thank you guys for listening. Bye. <laughs>